Hello! Welcome to episode number 8 of Self-Improvement and Spirituality in Practice, Blooming with Gracie Hu. Today I'm going to talk about when and where your will is not free and does not work. We like to think that we have free will, but actually it's not so free as we think. And I'm going to show you that there are areas and situations where there's not much we can choose or even we can just control. Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer with 33 years of studies already, and I'm also an independent spiritualist from Brazil. My proposal here is to help you deal better with yourself, with others, and with life. Because everything has a why, a what for, and a how. And if you want to understand certain situations in your life and change your reality for better, and if you want to evolve as a human being, stay here and let's have a conversation. Don't take me wrong, I'm not saying we don't have free will, we do, but the, the amount of it depends on some factors. Um, we have our will to determine how our conscience evolves, for example, but there are areas in which it has no power to act such as the unconscious and dream life where it spills its contents in order to maintain the health and psychic balance of the being, us. So, it is through dreams, especially the unpleasant ones, that the unconscious can force someone to face what they consciously avoid while awake. Because we cannot control our dreams like right? You cannot choose, oh, I'm going to dream of this, of this person, for example, have a romantic situation, but uh, you, you just cannot choose. It's your unconscious which is responsible for all the things that it will process while your conscious mind will be off and uh, while you'll be sleeping. And uh, another area to which the will does not have access is the soul. Because your soul is your higher self. So it is really the one in control of your life. And uh, the only work that we need to do is not to get into its way, right? But uh, that's exactly what we do because of our ignorance. It doesn't help our soul to help us. And uh, so there is this area where the will has no access or control. Uh, and this area is about uh, our fears, manias, the morbid and crazy ideas uh, when they arise, such as killing someone in the imagination. For example, when you are so angry at someone, 
and you feel like killing that person or just slapping them in the face, beating them. It's like an impulse, but you control it. You can can choose to control it in your with your conscious mind and not, you know, assault anyone. But the, that impulse, you just can't control. You can help it from coming up inside of you. So basically, we have no control over what emerges from there and dominates us. Of course, one can work on these manifestations to understand them and even minimize or eliminate them when their cause is identified. And that implies facing the repressed content or impulse and channeling its expression in a healthy and positive way. Basically, it's more of a mechanism to force us to see what we don't want in ourselves. So this we cannot choose. I won't feel this way. I won't, I won't have those bad impulses. Actually, they are not bad, but because we tend to repress them, it's the way we see them. But it's just what we call bad impulses that we try to repress. It's just ways from our, of our unconscious to show us what we are denying ourselves. So the best way to deal with them is not actually express them to other people, but uh, try to understand why this was created inside of me. What am I really um, avoiding to face in, about myself? Because everything that um, touches you in some way has to do with you. One more area that shows what we refuse to see and where the will doesn't enter is the somatic or relative to the physical body. And here I'm talking about somatization phenomenon, which occurs regardless of the will. Today, there are studies and books on the issue of health metaphysics, that is, the relationship between certain inner attitudes, even if unconscious, and they usually are unconscious, and disease or disharmonies in the body, how we create physical symptoms and even disease in our body with the negative content in our attitudes, inner attitudes, and uh, that remains in our unconscious. The physical manifestation, be it a mild, unpleasant symptom or a more serious illness, reveals the repression of an important harmful content, which was not faced, worked on, and uh, eliminated and having been denied or neglected, it ends up being relegated to the somatic zone and manifesting itself in the body. We have no control on this. Our will just can't control this process. You can avoid having bad attitudes. You can watch yourself related to this, but since there is this content inside of you, you cannot Actually, you can stop the process of uh, the somatization in your body, but uh, and you can even reverse it. But in, it is necessary to uh, be aware of it. You know, identifying the cause of the manifestation in your body and working on it. 
like changing your inner attitude and uh, your way of thinking and acting. One can try to control the manifestations of the body through the mind, as the yogis do, or using the methods of hypnosis or acupuncture, for example. But this does not eliminate the need to work on what generated the imbalance in order to avoid it to reappear even more seriously. And treating the symptoms is not eliminating the cause of the disease or curing. It's just remedying a discomfort. As I always say, if you want to change the effect, you must work on the cause. The power of our unconscious mind is such that it has most control over what happens to us. For example, it's up to this zone, the unconscious zone, to govern the functions of the body's metabolism, keeping it as balanced as possible and uh, automatically, without us having to deal with it. If our integrity system needs help from the conscious mind or the will, it sends messages through the body so that we do what is necessary to assist in the maintenance work. And there comes that small percentage that really belongs to us through the use of the will. And the language used by the body is that of sensations like hunger. Your body feel, makes you feel hunger in order to let you know, I need energy, I need you to eat something, or uh, if you feel like eating something very specific, it may be because your body needs the nutrients or the kind of thing that is in that food, not only nutrients and vitamins, something specific. Other sensations your body use makes you feel to, in order to say what it needs and not only hunger but thirst satiety cold and heat and if your body is heating up too much and you start to sweat and uh, another thing is uh, sleep try to watch a movie something on tv when your body wants to rest you will fall asleep because uh, Ultimately, it's your body which is in control, and I mean an intelligence in your unconscious. And uh, it's the way for your body to see enough today, go to sleep, I, I need you to rest. I need you turn off your conscious mind and uh, rest your body. You cannot fight against sleep at some point, right? And uh, also disposition, when you don't feel like doing something. I'm, I'm not talking about feeling lazy. It's really having not enough energy to do something. And your body can also create an stomach pain or the urge to, to pee, for example, to eliminate waste. You know, waste, you, your body needs you to get rid of. <laughs> and also nausea for example if you eat something your body doesn't want or because it is not good at that moment then you feel that nausea and the urge to throw up 
to avoid all the digestion process. It, sometimes it, it's much better to just throw up, to get rid of that thing that your body considers can be harmful or even toxic. So, therefore, the idea that we are absolute masters of ourselves and we are in complete control is illusory. We like to think so, but the truth is that our will has very little influence when compared to the field of action of the invisible forces. I call them invisible forces, whether they are our unconscious or the forces of life. And I include our soul in this aspect, like a force of life, a higher force. So it can be noted that our role is simply to collaborate or not, and this is a personal choice, with the smooth running of things moved by these forces. We can flow with them or try to slow the process down, which results in harm to us. In the analogy I've just mentioned, not paying due attention to the body signs causes discomfort such as weakness due to lack of nutrients or vitamins, or tiredness, malaise. So any sign of discomfort your body sends to you, you better respect it because it's how our body talks to us, right? If you don't pay attention to it, you can end up in a very stressful situation with your body and or even with a serious disease our will also has no influence on our souls as i said before the power of choice that we enjoy is proportional to the growth we have achieved so far as the will increases with the evolution of consciousness which gains through discernment the ability to choose better and better so, and I'm not talking about spiritual evolution specifically. Also, what really evolves in us is our consciousness. But at the end, the closer we get and identify with our soul, the more lucid, mature and conscious we become. So we are given more freedom of choice or will. In a stage of less lucidity, conscious and spiritual maturity, our power is limited to the conditions we manage to achieve, the rest being under the control and supervision of our soul. So that's why self-improvement um, is so important. It's like um, if you have a, a child, you don't let your child cross the street alone, right? Uh, you, because a child has no has not enough discernment or maturity to choose what's best i'm not talking about right and wrong i'm talking about what is really best what is not harmful so the more your low self or your ego or your conscious in this life evolves through the exercise of discernment, the more you will be able to make better decisions for you. So you will receive more freedom of choice, right? Your will will be more free. 
because you will be more responsible for yourself. You will make more responsible decisions in your life. The nature of consciousness is to expand. It's like the universe and uh, it's always expanded. So there is no point in wanting to stop this process by denying certain things and refusing to see them in yourself as your consciousness has a defense system against it which finds a way to make us open our eyes even if by force or with some violence. As I always say, there are two ways to change in life. Either you change by choice using your intelligence or you change by coercion through pain because life will force you to change somehow and at some point when you get stuck in your evolution, in your self-awareness and self-improvement process. So our will has no influence in stopping the growth of consciousness. It can only act to increase it at a faster or slower rate. And even so, to a certain extent that is not harmful to us. And at this point in your life, you have realized that there are things that you cannot change, right? It remains for you to exercise tolerance and learn as much as possible to, who knows, enjoy more pleasant circumstances in another existence, maybe in a future existence. I refer to the reincarnate kit, what I call the reincarnate kit, what came in your package for this life and there's no use complaining, shouting, cursing and throwing a tantrum for life. Being revolted, uh, rebelling yourself against what you receive in your package for this existence won't work because life with a big L, universal intelligence, doesn't care about your complaints. After all, it is what it could be, the best you manage to attract and in some ways what you needed to evolve in this life. So now hold on, there is no scapegoat on who to blame. What can I tell you about this? Have courage, come on, because there are things you just cannot change once you, you are here now. And here are the things that you will have to, let's say, swallow. You will be obligated to accept. And there's no way you can choose different. These situations are already in your life. The, the only thing that you can do is uh, choose to learn how to deal with these situations. Okay, so you gotta face them. The first one is uh, your family. Yes, I know you wanted to be born among better, more evolved, fancy people, more elegant, sincere, and above all, rich people. I know, I got you. Only it didn't work, okay? So, an spouse and children you may still avoid. You can choose, right, if you are going to marry, someone or if you want children if you are really going to have them adopting or not but uh, or at least you could have avoided 
but all those people who were here before you arrived and those who came later by blood ties are not aggregated or adapted i'm sorry to say they are part of your package and because when you were born they were already here expecting you you know when you were such a cute and beautiful baby and they had no idea how much trouble it would be in their lives too <laughs> so the only way to get rid of them once and for all is for you to disincarnate assuming that the bond is severed and one is not obsessing the other afterwards with attachment or anger because yes hatred can connect even more strongly than love so basically if you have a difficult relationship with a specific relative or all of your family it happens right the first one to die finished the civil bond right so it won't be your relative anymore because one thing is the civil family and uh, with blood ties and another thing is the spiritual family and not always you were born in the middle of your spiritual family or with spiritual friends so when you are forced to live with people you don't like what can you do you can choose how to deal with them you can choose to learn how to deal better with them and with yourself regarding to them or to ease it you can assume that there is no obligation in the name of the family that everyone is just a reincarnate colleague as in a course for example and you go away walk away and live your life away from them many people believe that family is everything well it depends on the family of course because if you don't have a loving and caring family if you think family is everything that then what do you have you you don't have much right so this concept that family is everything is just a belief because not everyone has a happy and caring family right but sometimes living with them and uh, dealing with relatives close relatives is so difficult you can choose to walk away and but don't forget if this is your case don't give any satisfaction afterwards otherwise they will think that they can get involved with what they would say well-intentioned advice for your good you are the only one who put the limits on your life without complaining that the other is clueless authoritarian meddlesome and invades your space don't expect them to come to their sense do it yourself first and if you are obligated to live or to deal with relative a parent for example very authoritarian and uh, who is always invading your space well maybe there's a lesson involved in this the other person needs to learn how to accept and respect others limits and you 
need to learn how to set boundaries, how to put limits in your own life. And that's the beauty of life. It puts together people with similar learning needs. Well, I know you can be shocked with what I just said about walking away from family, but don't you do that with acquaintances and even friends who become very inconvenient. I'm assuming you know how to be firm and say no, of course. But And what about the boyfriend or girlfriend when they no longer has to do with you? Don't you also pass on to the next one and make your line walk? What is the difference in doing this with a boring when not unbearable relative? Only the guilt in your head, which insists on repeating controlling concepts acquired from other people. Because deep down, you can feel it. Your soul does not feel the least desire to live with that creature. But be aware that as long as the two of you are alive, there will always be a risk of an annoyance involving that relative. There's no way. You gotta have patience. Another thing in your reincarnate kit you have to accept. And there's no much choice you can make. Your physical body. As much as medicine and the aesthetic industry advance, there are limits to the transformations that can be made, especially those related to physical type and racial characteristics. It's best to accept the inevitable and really make peace with your body as it will accompany you to the end of this trip and will still wear out. It will age, but at what speed your body will age, it will depend on how you take care of it and the beliefs that you feed. For example, if you think, oh, I'm too old for this, uh, I'm getting old, I don't have an age to behave like this anymore. Or if you believe I'm young in spirit, those beliefs really make a difference in programming the software running in your unconscious. You can program how your unconscious will work. So it depends on the beliefs you feed your mind with. It will be the way not only your life will go, but also what your unconscious will attract to you and create in your life, but also how it will deal with your metabolism and how they will reflect in your body. So basically related to your physical body. Settle for not having been born more this, less that, or how I don't know who. I know the media nowadays bombards us with many ideas of how someone should look like, right? But the You have your body, you cannot change it. There are limits how, on how you can change your body. So you gotta accept and, uh, you know, being peace with, with yourself. You understood me, right? Like a short Asian guy, no matter how much money he has and wants to, he will never be a blonde and blue-eyed tall Nordic. 
and vice versa if there is such a case you know a, a blonde and blue-eyed tall guy wants to become a short asian guy then i don't know maybe there are so many different types of people in this world but uh, you gotta accept your your genes <laughs> because that's what you get for this life another thing planet earth and this message is especially for those very spiritual and uh, not really down to earth it's no use dreaming of an enchanted et in a white spaceship who will come from afar to rescue you and take you to a planet of peace and love inhabited only by highly evolved beings as you believe it to be true if you are the, the kind of person that believes is highly evolved to be in this planet well you can really be more evolved than the average but uh, no one will come to rescue here and take you to uh, a better dimension a better world it's not that you cannot access better dimensions and have contact with more evolved beings actually you can when you your physical body go sleeps and uh, you have uh, astral projection to the astral plane it can happen but if you are in a physical body in this world it's because your soul wanted you to have this experience to learn specific things that you couldn't learn in the in another dimension or your soul wants you to be here to make a specific work right so what can you do about it you, you gotta accept this existence which is also provisory it it's impermanent it won't last forever at some point you you'll be gone from here okay was i clear that no one will save you from this another thing time of birth no you can't go back to the calendar and put yourself in the like the golden years of the 60s in the 18th century the renaissance the medieval period the ancient greece the atlantis or any other fantasy that you like to fit because there are people who is always dreaming of oh i would like to have lived in a specific era or time and when things look to be even better or more romantic oh please come on don't you think it's too pretentious to want the universe to go back just because of you to satisfy your whim you gotta accept this your reality and be happy to be in a moment when it's possible to change the social cultural economic geographical and religious context with a simple plane ticket which can be purchased over the internet and divided into several installments on your credit card if you are not so satisfied with your reality uh, where you live it, you can buy a, a ticket and fly after, especially after this endless pandemic this endless quarantine is over you can 
fly, go to to a different country, you know, live in a different city, in another social context, you know, this you can choose, but you cannot choose to be born in a different period of time. And now I'm kidding. Do you remember that remote life when you lived in a tiny and isolated village without comforts of modern life or the social and professional perspectives? At some point, you had a more primitive life with no studies and, uh, you know, like uh, a wild life. So don't complain. This Today we live in, a, we have so much technology and uh, so much material comfort in this life. You know, look at your cell phone, how many things you have in the palm of your hand. And what about that other life in which you, still a little lady, were forced to marry whom your father chose? A note fat, ugly, dirty, rough guy and with dead, terrible breath, but rich. Feel happy that today you can choose who you will marry, right? So you are not, if you live, at least if you live in a modern society, you have free will to choose and you are not obligated to, you are not forced to marry someone your family will choose for you. So do not complain. Okay, try to remember, <laughs> no, no, you can remember your past lives consciously, but uh, uh, it's very likely that you had an experience like this, you know, being born as a, as a woman and uh, not being able to choose your destiny. And another thing you have to accept, and there's no much choice you can make, your inner baggage. To be a spirit of light, you would have had worked a lot harder back there before preparations for this incarnation began. It's obvious that you can, not to say must, seek more self-knowledge and spiritual evolution now, but don't expect to go after you, your physical body die. Don't expect to go straight to the higher plane and become a neighbor of Jesus and Buddha as soon as you leave this physical body, okay? Do what you can, respect your capacity and speed of assimilation, and don't push yourself too hard. It's not in one existence, this one, that you will recover all the wandering time from the previous ones, okay? Otherwise, you complicate yourself by feeding the pretense and spiritual vanity, and then you will have to start over in the future. So take your time, do your best in this life, and be realistic, you know, down to earth about what can you build for yourself after you leave this world. The more knowledge and spiritual knowledge you get, the better the conditions that you can face after living your physical body, okay? And I know what I'm talking about, that this is something I really know about, the possible conditions someone can find in the other dimension. And another thing, your birth chart. And as an astrologer, a very experienced astrologer, 
This topic is for those who once had their map, their birth chart interpreted and didn't like what they heard because they came to believe that their misfortunes are the fault of that damn square of Mars with Saturn or of the opposition between the Moon and Pluto or whatever. No, you cannot change maps. Only if you were born again, but uh, then there will be a new photograph of the sky at the time and place where you reincarnate. So for now, the way is for you to mature, to evolve, and with that, manage to attract better circumstances to your life. The, because your birth chart won't change, right? So you better accept, uh, be aware of the challenges it shows and uh, try to do your best. The astrological aspects only reflect your weaknesses and consequent learning needs. And that's the price for skipping classes and repeating year in other reincarnations. Study, learn, and the challenges will no longer be so arduous and urgent. And since this growth process is more difficult when you are alone, I suggest seeking help from someone who understands astrology, human nature, how life works and spirituality, uh, someone with uh, a better view of everything, this process of living and um, to help you with uh, not exactly tips, but uh, help you understand, help you read your birth chart correctly in a very deep way and help you to understand your main challenges and how to deal with with them and um, well so it can be someone like me for example <laughs> so basically living is not easy lie and delude who says it is it doesn't mean that life cannot be good interesting pleasurable and rewarding uh, nor that things can come easily to us like m really miracles that materialize however for this to happen it is essential that we do our part, especially in the sense of eliminating all the mental and emotional garbage that we accumulate through our lives in which we let ourselves be impressed by negative aspects of the world, of other people and the fortunate experience that we had. Even so, it's necessary to be aware that life will always bring new challenges at any moment. Like a master who is continually forcing us towards our best. And there is one thing that never stops in life, challenges. When one is finished, it means that another one is coming eventually. It's a continuous and endless process. You can choose not to have challenges in your life. The only thing you can choose is how to deal with them. You can choose to change your point of view, for example, um, and see them in a more positive way as an opportunity to learn, to grow, uh, as an experience to exercise your abilities, for example. Sometimes this endless process of living gets more intense and we feel like asking for a break, 
I know, because it can get tiring and discouraging. However, the feeling of euphoria, power, confidence and accomplishment when we do manage to overcome an obstacle and well this is unique especially when it comes to one of our weak points like for example the shy person who can finally speak in public or the insecure who can say no only those who have overcome themselves know what i'm talking about the better you stay inside of you, the better you learn how to deal positively with yourself, with others and with life. And those are the main pillars in my work as a therapist. The more you have merit to achieve higher conditions in future incarnations. Since we always have what we manage to attract or create in our lives. You are the biggest beneficiary of any effort you make for yourself. So it's worth investing in. Maybe next time you might get a better reincarnate kit, an upgrade to a top of the line package. It's up to you to make the effort, do your best and really look for self-improvement because everything we do and even not choosing is a choice, but everything we do for ourselves will have a consequence. And so you better learn how to choose better and better. Use your discernment. And in those areas, those situations, your will is not so free to choose. You can always decide to learn and do your best. And just to remember, the speed your consciousness will evolve and expand is up to you. Go faster or slower that you can choose. Okay, so that's it for today. You can participate in the podcast by sending a voice message through the link in my Instagram bio, which is at Gracie Who, G-R-E-I-C-Y-H-O-O. And your audio up to one minute can appear here in a future episode. You can reach me on Instagram to DM me a comment, a question or a suggestion. I would love to know your impressions about my podcast. And if you didn't listen to the previous episodes yet, go check them out. They are pretty interesting like this one. I mean, I don't have a superficial approach. So I'm really here to deliver more profound ways of thinking to really try to help you expand your consciousness and, of course, evolve. And I promise I will answer any comment, question or suggestion you DM me. Okay? if you like this podcast, subscribe on your favorite platform to receive new episodes or follow me on Instagram to find out when there will be a new one on the air. For now, stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.